Welcome back to Advice from Hannah, Season 1, Episode Number 14. This is your host, Hannah Salazar, the creator of the brand Advice from Hannah, who is a motivator and a podcaster. You can find us online on Instagram at Advice from Hannah and send us a quick note via Gmail at advicefromhannah.com. This is the podcast where we keep it real, we talk about our emotions, how to keep accountable, and how to overcome adversity. This is your host, Hannah Salazar, and I am super glad that you tuned in. I know for the last couple of weeks, we've had some very special guests on, and I hope that you had a good time. But now your host is back and missing all of you and ready to drop some gems. Last week, I was talking to a really good friend of mine, and she reminded me about the effects that social media once upon a time had on me. So what better yet to do an episode about keeping it real online. This is something that has hit home for me, and I hope that you can enjoy my story and take away these gems. Now, social media is a blessing and a curse to me. I have been somebody in the past where social media has made me extremely depressed and anxious about me not achieving my goals. Now, according to the recent study by the UK disability charity, 62% of humans reported feeling inadequate and 60% reported feeling jealous or insecure about themselves by comparing themselves with others. This has not come to a shock to me as it shouldn't come to a shock to you because we are constantly comparing ourselves online to other people. It is what we do. It is what we go online for. And if you're sitting here telling me that you're not, you're lying because it is something we've all done at least once. It's funny because while I was doing some research for this podcast, it showed that YouTube was one of the most positive platforms out of like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, LinkedIn, all of those platforms, YouTube was the most positive one. And it actually makes sense because when you're on YouTube, you search exactly when you what you want to look for and YouTube will categorize similar things for you to listen to on the next videos. And trust me, for me to invest 20 minutes watching a YouTuber putting on makeup, I gotta like her because what else would I be doing online watching somebody for so long? So the positive thing we can take away if social media is making you depressed, hit up YouTube. It will definitely make you feel better because it definitely does to me. You know, Instagram scored the highest in having people feel inadequate. It has the best ability for self-expression. However, people often associate themselves with feeling about their body images and not feeling positive about it. They It was linked to sleep loss and the famous FOMO. So the fear of missing out. I've been there. I've been that friend that's goes on other people's Instagram and creeps to see their events and what they're doing, what colors their wedding baby shower was. And I'd sit there and I'd wonder, you know, how come they didn't invite me? And how did they get all this money to do this event? I wonder if they're really happy. I wonder if these pictures are true. 
And, you know, it, I've kind of been that person that would sit there and question whether I was doing okay in my life. In a sense, why wasn't I living like the people online? What did I do wrong? I went to school, I had a decent job, but for some reason, I couldn't buy a house and go on vacation four times a year. You know, it was something that I would sit there and really wonder what was going on with my life, if I had made the right choices. And it kind of led to me creating advice from Hannah. That was probably one of the reasons because I was tired of my feed. I was annoyed with seeing only people highlighting the high life. So I created advice from Hannah in a sense to share my feelings and to make everyone feel okay for not feeling adequate and to help them pursue their dreams in a sense how I was. So it has helped me in a sense, you know, feeling anxious and the effects of social media and how I feel so inadequate by watching it. But it also took me a long time to get here. I don't know if I mentioned earlier, I was talking to a really good friend of mine and, you know, she's having a hard time because she just had a beautiful baby girl and we all know what happens when females go through pregnancy, our body changes, but yet you have people online that are snapping back in three minutes, you know, and unfortunately it's not real life because us middle class people, we, we don't have nannies and we don't have, we don't have nannies and we don't have chefs and we don't have people to clean for us and do our laundry and drive us and get our dry cleaning done. We we don't live that high life, but yeah, we're constantly comparing ourselves to it. I don't understand why we are or what provokes us to do it, but I've been somebody that has done it before and I felt really shitty for it. I know I don't swear on my platform, but that is the only way that I can think of describing how I would feel. I would sit here and wonder what I was doing wrong or why those people were doing that and I couldn't. Like if I was just going to be a loser all my life. These were things advice from Hannah would think about maybe two years ago. And it's taking a lot of maturity from me and self-development and growth for me to get to the, to the space where I'm talking to you about it now. It didn't happen overnight. I created advice from Hannah in a sense to get away from looking at feeds that were negative. So advice from Hannah is a positive platform where I talk about my feelings and feeling inadequate and how to push past adversity and and going for our dreams because those people posting those picture perfect posts with the glitz and the glam, they feel inadequate too. I've spoken to people at the top of their game who are making over six figures and are doing the damn thing and they still have insecurities just like you and I. They have insecurities about what their next move is going to be, how they're going to stay on top, what are people saying about them, how are they even going to survive next year because they're spending more than they're making, but they have to keep up a certain facade and persona online in order to continue the lifestyle that they've created for themselves. And, you know, I was reading online and the influencing digital marketing is worth $2 billion dollars. That industry alone with all the pills and the clothes and the cream and the sponsorships and the trips and all of that fun stuff, it's worth $2 billion. So if something's worth $2 billion to me, you better believe I'm going to feel less than that because $2 billion is a lot of money. 
And if that much money is being injected into that industry, it will for sure make you feel inadequate. But you got to remove the fluff. You have to remove the smog and the cloud and really see what's out there. We're just humans trying to make it. We're trying to become. We're trying. We're trying to become the best versions of ourselves, and we're not going to do that if we keep comparing ourselves with everyone. I'm somebody, again, I'm going to keep saying this throughout this episode, who has been there, who has continuously compared herself with countless people and sometimes wondered if I was even good enough to start what I wanted to be because who was I to think that anybody would want to watch me or anybody would want to follow me? I wasn't special. I wasn't famous. I didn't come from a, a family of riches. I didn't come from somebody of influence. So who would want to see me? And those are the effects of social media. Those are the effects that it had on me. And it had me thinking that I would never amount to absolutely anything. And of course, the people that I was following on my personal account, I couldn't dare talk to them about this because they were showing the best versions of themselves. They were showing the highlights, the partying, the trips, the vacations, the backyards, the perfect barbecues. They were showing all of that, but they weren't showing the nitty gritty. It wasn't until I created the Advice from Hannah platform that I really saw that people do post their insecurities, that people do talk about the real stuff, about the diet, the yo-yo dieting, about wanting to create a platform with absolutely no money, about being uh, super depressed and, and finding a way to, to combat that, about becoming grateful about teaching people how to you know hustle until everybody knows their name creating brands and just super amazing things and these are just people that I've met so far in just the mere beginning of things so I had to change my view of social media in order for me to feel better so if you're somebody right now that is struggling with that themselves and you're continuously comparing yourself with strangers because it's strangers, you're comparing yourself to strangers online, I need you to get a hold of yourself and just really analyze what is going on, what is making you feel this way and how can you change it because I'm telling you that unfollow button is real. Oh. What if you don't want to follow, unfollow this person because you've known them forever? Instagram has made it to the point now that you can mute stories and you can mute posts. But you're still following them, but you're just not seeing them. If this is your concern about hurting that person's feelings, and to be honest, people just need to get over themselves. I, on my platform, probably get unfollowed at least 40 times a week. Um, people follow me, they unfollow me, they may not like my content, they may not like what I'm bringing to the table, whatever the case may be, I don't care because I'm being my authentic self and whether we vibrate on the same frequency or not, it will reflect on the quality of relationships that I surround myself with and the quality conversations that I hold in private or in person with people that I meet. So comparing myself with strangers online isn't going to help the quality of my brand and the things that I, I speak about and, and bring to to the platform in order to raise awareness to others. Now, I know that to get over myself, I had to do a lot of soul searching and I had to change my view of life completely. I started cleaning up my eating habits, 
having a healthier lifestyle, becoming grateful, reading things that brought positive messages to me and surrounding myself with people that are just trying to get it together, who are just trying to do amazing things and not worry about what the world is going to think about them because you're going to get criticized whether you're doing what you like or not. So might as well do something that you love and make the best out of it. I know that there has been five key things that has helped me overcome in a sense myself and the anxiety that social media has brought to me and I want to share them with you and hopefully if you grab a pen and paper or if you write it down on your phone this will help you overcome those insecurities that online kind of happens. The first one is to pinpoint what your triggers are. What's bothering you online? What exactly, what post is it that gets to you? There's probably a trending topic that gets to you. For me, it was like the beautiful models with the curves and the perfect lifestyle and they were on TV and they were hosts. Those ones would get me kind of a little bit sad about myself, but I view them differently now and I and I see that they're just humans, but I got, it got, I got here walking slowly so if that's the case unfollow them just unfollow them it's gonna make you feel better when you're not seeing this on your feed uh practice mindfulness that has also helped me out a lot i practice mindfulness and i'm mindful of what i'm saying what i'm reading and what i'm doing that is key to the elements of success in my world and it's what's helped me in a sense foster this positive attitude and able to shed light to those in the dark the third one is focus on the good. I know it's hard when everyone's posting their fabulous pictures on yachts and everything that they do so fabulously and the brunches and the caviar. <laughs> I hope you, you sense the sarcasm. But focus on the good. Focus on that you have good health, that you have a house, that you like a home to live in, that you have a job, that you have family members that love you. Whatever it is that is good in your life, Focus solely on that and everything else would come alive. The fourth thing is turn envy into motivation. That has helped me so much. I used to be envious of some people that I would see online. It still happens to me today. Like it's, I still see some people. I'm like, man, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get to the top of my game. But instead of being envious of them, I turn it into motivation. So I, I look, I studied them. I see what they're doing. I see kind of the connections that they've made, who they're dealing with, how they maneuver in the, on the stage, how they talk, how they present themselves. And I and I mimic them because they're doing something way greater than I am. So I want to be like them. So instead of being envious of them and sitting there and wondering why it's not happening to me, let's model what they're doing and become great like them and hopefully share a stage with them one day. Um, turning motivation, envy, envy to motivation is has been the ultimate key I feel that has helped me overcome my anxiety and depression with social media and give yourself a reality check girl I give myself a reality check all the time or my mom does depends on the day but giving myself a reality check is real because <laughs> pun intended but honestly sometimes I sit here and yeah, I want to do 5,000 things. I want to launch an actual product. I want to get to season two. I want to do an event. And I want to do all these things. And I want to do them in 3.5 seconds now, now, now. And the reality is the people that you see that have multiple projects 
happening online, they have multiple people working for them. And this is a one plus one um, operations right now. It's my husband and I, and we can't get to everything all at once. So we have to pace ourselves and give, I give myself a dose of reality all the time. I, you know, I'm only one person. I can only do so much. And if I keep consistent and if I keep my pace and practice every single day, it will come with time. It will come. And I know that I said that I was dropping five gems, but you know, I couldn't leave you like that because you are my very favorite viewers ever. Don't tell the Instagram people, but you podcast listeners to me are the best ever. And what has helped me is cultivating authentic connections online and offline. Who you see is what you get. I keep it 100% real with me. Who's ever listening to me right now and has met me in real life can attest to the same vibe you see online. That's what you see in person. And that's what I feel will will make it a difference in your brand, in your project, whatever you're doing. If you display the same person you're online, offline, you are set. I've had so many people come up to me and just tell me, man, Hannah, you are the same in person. Of course I am. Who else would I be if not myself? Once you're yourself and once you're aligned with the true life's passion, absolutely nobody can touch you. And you are the best when you're yourself. So to run back the five plus one tips that have helped me overcome social media anxiety, they are as follows. Pinpoint your social media triggers. Practice influence and mindfulness. Focus on the good. Turn envy into motivation and give yourself a reality check. And lastly, be the person you are offline, online, and vice versa. Remember that I want you to be your MVP of your life. And if nobody's told you today, I effing love you. This is your host, Advice from Hannah, wishing you the best day ever. Till next week. Bye.